0: Inventory remains low across the country, but in California's most desirable market, more on that towards the end of this podcast, it is at record lows. In the August market update for the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, inventory issues are greater than rising interest rates in determining home values, which remain very strong. Slow County is hot in August, but always hot in real estate. With the market update, here's your host, James Bueno.
1: I feel like today is going to be one of those one of those fun days. Uh, Slow County Real Estate with Mister House Crazy. How are you, sir? It feels like the funnest already. It fi- the fun is funnest to work?
2: Funnest, funniest. Let's make it the funniest, funniest. Mister
1: Pete, how are you? I'm phenomenal. And he's back, and I'm excited. I think that the energy, the electricity in the room, is because of this guy right here, Mister JT. How are you? Hey, in Scrabble, mm-hmm. you wouldn't win with funnest. Fu- yeah. It, well, it depends on who you're playing with.
2: I, that's why I don't play. <laughs> yeah, It really depends. And then Mister fun-
1: Kingman, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks.
2: But, yeah. but I'm looking at... Jay's got his calculator on his... He, he's, got, like I got got he's got one of those He's got a cosine
3: thing on there. Is that what's the cosine? Yeah, that's the old 10HB2. Is it really? Yeah, old school. On your
2: phone? How did, Let me see the picture. Let yeah. me see the, I'm looking at it sideways. Yeah. Look
3: at all those symbols that I don't know what they... Shelving so pa- formulas. You, what, the whole nine yards.
2: What is the table where you got all the elements in? What's the... Too. Oh, that's
3: a periodic table. Periodic no, table. Yeah, periodically. I, I said that one one of as
1: of if I things. knew what, the, what you were talking about. I was <laughs> yeah, just joking. You guys gave me a hard time last time for looking at Jay while he was texting on his phone. So, But I guess he's using the calculator. Yeah, so That's
2: okay. what, yeah, I wasn't yeah. texting. He was adding. It's a, he, he was a adding. Swiss All, all he, all he knows is everything. the little plus sign. He doesn't know how to use any it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. okay. So Look are at. We, J- are we going to do some
1: J- real- J- JT's ready to roll? All right, we're. I think just we're excited JT because we got a lot of really cool stuff to talk about.
4: I'm excited to be here, yeah. man. So are you kidding
1: me? It's the beginning of the month, so I think it's a uh, market update time, right?
2: Yes, it's exciting. The more the things change, the more they stay the same. Yes, yeah. There's our real estate market, San Luis Obispo County, in a nutshell. So what we saw for sure was 100 less homes for sale than about a year ago, right? So what you do hear about probably is low inventory is correct. Absolutely. We had about 40 less sales in the county, so we had about, oh, 187 sell this year, this time of year versus last year. So a little bit lower, which is to be expected. Still going to be a normal year. I think we... When we projected this out, we're going to be just shy of 2,000 sales in the county, roughly. And then nationwide, it's the same thing. And then we have, um, we have 40 less new listings coming on the market. When I talk about the inventory, when we're looking forward, we always look at how many new ones are coming in and how many are selling and going off the market. So if I look at like specific numbers, 187 sold but new only 116. That means 71 less houses.
3: Right, sure, which the, the nutrition rate they're going to evaporate before we can get more property on the market right
2: so if, if we stayed at 255 you know we're, we're mathing the heck out of this thing but 71 <laughs> how many months of that without new homes coming on the market boy our inventory has gone it speaks to I would say the um, the dynamic resilient market we have in spite of high rates and um, you know low inventory it's still still crazy I mean John what would you say
4: uh, let's break away right now to uh, this news update. Oh yeah, I want to hear yeah. it. In. Yeah, no, it's an update. Since since you did your market update mm-hmm. yesterday, right? When you did your video that goes out to everybody in the world, twelve thousand um, Everybody's. I looked at some numbers this morning. Do you know that we had sixty eight new properties come on the market in the last week? That that looks like the biggest week we've had in a while. Now now. Five years ago, that wouldn't be a big week, right? Right. But we had 116, you said, new properties? 100?
2: Last month, by the way, we record them. Yeah, yeah your, your stats are a little bit different. A little yeah. different,
4: yeah. yeah. 116? Well, if we had 68 in a week, that looks like in the last week we've seen some improvement. And the number of homes on the market on the where I get my data, which is a little bit different than what we're looking at right now, um, th- there's the most we've had in... Uh, in couple of years so, right so maybe I the inventory thing hasn't turned by adding another hundred houses or 68 houses right but, and but you don't you don't try your your stats don't track land i delete land as, right as okay. part of the, yeah. the the number what i'm saying is let's watch now to see if we don't start to see a little more inventory coming on the market which would be good for everybody
2: yeah right? you would think so i i, I think too there's a, i mean you can make a lot of cases that people don't want to sell because they're rates are low and they don't want to sell because their taxes are low and they don't want to sell because their insurance is low they have insurance or they have insurance which is nice right so so those are some contributing factors and they don't want to sell because they don't see anything to buy I I think there will be more stimulation in the market if more things do become available
4: Yeah, let's watch a a week doesn't maketh a market so so the second thing we talk about because we see this a
2: lot A lot of people talk about it and I don't know if it's as common but because um, I don't watch the news that much, but you know the quote-unquote housing crash. That usually means pricing. But, hey, I'm going to wait for the market to crash, so we think it's a price situation. And we haven't seen it. Now, last year, and if you bought in March or April and you're trying to sell now, you may have less equity and you probably saw a price drop, and it probably happened through December, January. We've seen prices increasing. In fact, one of the aggregators is predicting an increase in prices next year, doing some math. But a lot of that is supply-related. <clears throat> But we certainly would have a crash if we would talk in terms of, um, gosh, inventory. I mean, there is just not much for sale. And part of that is a building situation. I think we've talked about this before. But nationwide, locally, it's hard to build homes. I mean, there- it was probably 2018 or 2019, when a lot of these subdivisions, and mostly in San Luis City proper, were coming online, there was like 2,000 homes coming on the market. And we sell 600 a year. So it's like, if they all come at the same time, we got three years worth of houses, you know, nobody's gonna be able to sell. Can
3: you well, imagine that?
2: Well, it takes that, that time. sounds to, so attractive, but it was that t- would
4: happen. But, <laughs> but that was in 10 years.
2: During COVID, they paused, right? You know, right. So that, oh gosh, we all were concerned. So, so point being is, you know, even if they all come to fruition, it, it just doesn't seem like enough to move the marketplace. Right in terms of supply. So we're seeing that. And um, we do know this too. In a housing crash, we usually don't have 30 to 40% of the homes selling over the asking price. But it's not all you know gumdrops and roses for everybody. I mean, if you don't price your house properly, and it's true in a lot of places, you don't get a lot of activity. And the buying public makes a decision pretty darn quick
3: these days. They do on whether a property is properly priced or not.
4: Yeah. So I mean, would
2: there be a penalty then? Yeah, well, yeah. So here's Absolutely. the downside. Absolutely. Right. We put a new listing on the market. People show it. Okay. Do you have any offers? Well, not yet. And if there's offers, then boom, they want to strike. But if there's no offers, sometimes they sit on the market for a while and sometimes they
3: sit for a long time. If a property is not properly priced, it's overpriced, it'll be on the market five times longer than a property that is priced properly. Yeah, you said 10, ten, ten days on the market. 10 right? days. If it's priced properly, it's on average 10 to 12 days. And if it's not properly priced, and we, so what we're looking at is a price adjustment. If a property is sold without a price adjustment, yeah. then it's priced properly, and it clo- it goes into escrow 10 to 12 days. They if, got it right in the beginning. Yep, and okay. if, it's, I, if, if there is a single price adjustment, it takes five times longer to sell, to end up in escrow.
4: So let's define priced properly. What does that mean?
3: I stay in close <laughs> contact with
2: one of the more long-standing appraisers in town who's very thorough and we we talk a lot about this and it's tricky these days because we don't have quite as many sales and every little instance is slightly different. So it's it's tough. I, I would hate to be an appraiser and say this is what it's worth today. Mm-hmm. I can say, "Hey, at about this price, 800,000, I think you'll get a lot of activity. At 850, we don't have much to show for it." If you start at eight fifty, you're running the chance of fifty days, a uh, price adjustment, you know. and then less likely to have be the thirty to forty percent that gets bid up. Yeah. If you price it a little bit more fairly on the more aggressive or lower side, and you have an offer on that property, then your chances of getting more than one increase a lot exponentially. Yeah. Exponentially.
4: Yeah. Proper pricing is when you receive more than one offer in less than a week. I'm going to say 7 to 14 days. Okay, so yeah. is proper pricing that I got one offer at the at the asking price or is proper pricing? Now, remember, you're a listing agent, you work for who? The seller. The seller. Is proper pricing I priced it $25,000 under this the the last thing I said, the, the where they got the the, the the one offer at right, asking. Right. I priced it twenty five thousand under, so I got multiple offers and it went for twenty five thousand over. Now which one's proper pricing? At the yeah. end of the day,
3: the, the cons the property is gonna sell for what a buyer is willing to pay.
4: Y- yes. And sometimes we saw in the last couple of years, we saw people pay more for properties than maybe they in some cases, should have because they got caught up in the frenzy. Oh, you want this house? No way! You're not getting it's like going. It's like serving people drinks and having an auction yeah. for charity.
2: Well, well, here, here's the nuance too about having someone experienced um, in terms of negotiations. You know, the price is what a buyer is willing to pay mm-hmm. given the opportunity. I'll see it from the buyer's agent side. We're working with a buyer, and we're one of three or four offers, let's say, and we put in an offer and a lot of times it's communicated to the listing agent, "Hey, we just we're starting here, but let us know, you know, what it takes to get the property." And then the offers get submitted, and then a phone call comes back to the buyer's agent and says, "Oh, we took another offer." Okay? So probably better, right? But could they have not have just said, "Hey, you need to be here. Are you sure this is the best you can do? I see buyers that would have paid more." That's what I'm saying. Sure. And given the chance, with proper. Now, maybe it was the owner just said, Oh, I don't want to take a chance. Great. I don't want to scare anybody away. But if you make a phone call, you usually won't scare anybody away. So there is some nuance to that when you're working with a seller and a buyer and more than one offer.
4: I, I want to come back to this idea of proper pricing for just a second. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to live in the head of a, of a seller. And, and I'll go back seven or eight years where how you listed and sold a property for me yep I, I would think differently today than I thought on that day after after spending the last few years with you. We listed and sold a property in less than a week for eight forty nine Now you suggested eight forty nine and I said, "No, no, 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 no eight sixty nine that's what I want to list the property for. And you go, "Well, if it's worth x eight sixty nine we'll find out. You'll get eight sixty nine. Right. So I followed your lead, and sure enough, like I said, we sold the property in, in less than a week for eight forty-nine. Had I had I been thinking like I would think today, having learned a lot, I think the last few years just hanging around you guys, I'd probably price the property at eight thirty-nine or eight twenty-nine. So how many sellers are thinking, you know what? I probably ought to price my property lower than it's worth to drive more eyes, to drive more activity. The scary part
2: is if the truth reveals itself and it's only worth 829, right? So that, that's the scary part. Yeah, oh my gosh, if-, if I put it A29, mo- and, and, and historically, most real estate properties, historically, don't get bid up. Yeah. In an auction situation, they do. We try to create that if we can. Mm-hmm. But historically, they don't. And people are usually used to, well, whatever I say, they're going to offer less. I mean, that is like drilled into every, not everybody, but a lot of people's heads from day one. Nobody offers full price. Well, that's usually just a reflection of the way they think. I would never offer full price. So 20
4: years from now, we'll be looking back at this era and going, can you believe what the heck was going on? Selling a oh, house. Or,
2: or
0: is, it, is it the new normal? So many people got into houses, took advantage of rates, um, historically low because people got settled. The importance that Jay talks about all the time on the podcast of what happened during the pandemic, we realized the value of our homes. Mm -hmm. Now our homes, are we just conditioned as, as, as people buying homes? Uh, That you know, uh, know, it's asking or higher in in some instances, because homes are a more valued commodity than they were prior to the importance that was placed on them during the, the pandemic.
2: I would say it's all cyclical. Hey, You've
0: been in this longer. I, I well,
2: Yeah, I mean, I just look just at up every economic type of cycle, right? Mm-hmm. So if we don't make any more houses and we keep making more people, then this will be the new norm.
3: <laughs> that's fundamental
2: economics, right? The,
4: the, right. They, they, keep they,
3: making more people.
4: I, I watched something the other day, and they were talking about 33-year-olds because that's the age where people typically are looking to be first-time home buyers. And so the, in in some ways, the market tracks with how many people are turning 33 right that's the year i, I bought my that, first house of, doing that that's, I just did that's, that's kind of interesting huh? and, well yeah. and okay so some of
2: us are baby boomers some aren't i'm like in the lower end i'm 60 but you know pretty soon there's a lot of us that aren't gonna be around anymore so that'll affect things i mean the, the attrition rate i guess you'd call that
4: but you Is know that too morbid the, to the, talk about the, the, the <laughs> you, you talked about that was weird yeah it was weird there are there are tons of real estate cycles and i'm sure somebody could write a book you know called real estate cycles for dummies or something there's with with a couple of very short and when i talk about short couple years exceptions right there's only been one real estate cycle in the last 100 years right and it's up yeah so and it's in up general some more this year it's going to be up some more next year yep. and maybe we'll hit a little tweak where it goes down for a few months but it's gonna be up again in 10 years and it's gonna be up again in 20 and I'm gonna to go to bed tonight believing that
2: well and I and I was just I think what Jeff was saying is it but is it normal to have multiple offers I think it'll pro- at some point it's gonna level out where it's yeah you know, my gosh it's gonna take a month or two or three to sell a house that's that historically is probably
4: normal I I we should look at that but, but think about you know again 10, 15 years ago when you weren't seeing as many multiple offer situations. Sure. Uh, the, the people didn't think about pricing the house to get multiple offers. It, it, it yeah, that, that wasn't part of the conversation. Just what, what, what's the house worth? Okay. That's where we're pricing it. Right. But, well, you, you know, we can create multiple offer situations in any market based on how we price the house. Absolutely. I think, it, I think it depends on when it, whenever you get into it too
0: in your first experience. Because for us, we got outbid on seven houses, seven houses that we like. Now we've right. lucked out in the house that we really liked. We went a little bit higher yeah. because we're like, okay, well, this is the one that we want. Right. But I can't imagine buying another house in that being caught up in that frenzy of late 2020 and early 21. That was my real situation you're right so I f- figured that 's just that's the way people is, yeah. buy houses so infrequently right you know whether you 're upgrading whether you 're downgrading, whether you 're buying an investment property, you buy them so infrequently that you just kind of go with what you have in your experience, and that 's how i i I fully expect to make a big offer on the next house that I want to buy
4: yeah. Hey, two things there jeff number one it 's great you 're coachable. Number two, you'll do it again if your wife wants you to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's 100% certainty that I will do it again. Right.
2: (laughs) There you go. Where do we go from here? Well, here's what I see. I, I see there's a big conversation about real estate. Real estate is always kind of on top of mind for a lot of people but just like in our website James was nice enough when he started with us or even just a year ago we had like five thousand unique visitors showing up to our little website here in San Luis Obispo County um, now James we're over 21,000 uh, 21,000 21, yeah so yeah uh,
1: that's the
4: work of James Bueno well their we, director of marketing the, marketing big, the director the,
1: the big difference now though is we have uh, six thousand um, returning so uniques yeah we have tons so, so it's fourteen thousand. F- that's so, 14 or 15 yeah okay. so yeah so it's yeah the unique visitors are
0: that's up a thousand from the last time yeah let's yeah. build yeah. up the unique so, so about a thousand yeah, a month that's good, a good that's yeah. good work yeah you get a bonus for that
4: uh we'll see <laughs> <laughs> if i have anything to do with it <laughs> yeah but i i think
2: just sum it up i mean it, it you know the, the prognosticators are saying you know Prices will probably continue to rise because of the lack of supply. Um, Incomes in general are stronger, right? So we see that that's helpful for real estate. Um, Rents have gone up, so they're
3: going to go up every single year. What
4: what do you What do you think that What are the prognosticators saying about interest rates? I,
2: I, 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 well, most of them are saying it's just they're going to go down. It's a matter of when. But I think a lot of these raises are putting powder back in the gun that's empty. Or bullets back in there, because then, if things get you know rocky and there 's a recession, which there 's a lot of talk about that, they have the ability to lower rates for the economy, mm-hmm. and quite honestly that 's usually a big boon to real estate okay, so we 're now positioned to adjust if needed, so it appears like prices will continue to rise, um, rates will likely drop fairly soon, and you know believe it or not we 've been hearing this for. Fifteen or twenty years or whatever. I wish I would have bought something yesterday, a year ago, you know, ten years ago, whatever. Twenty years
4: ago. yeah. So, so if I have to or want to sell my house right now, what would you tell me?
2: You're lucky. You picked this time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: Okay. If, if if I was a buyer and I have to or want to buy a house right now, what would you tell me?
2: I'd say be prepared and and get in there. And the good news is, I just bought a house personally. I okay. got lucky. I there's two offers. Fortunately, mine was the best. And no one came in for a little while longer because they got a better offer after we had an agreement. So I got very lucky. And it was wow. very nice. The people were great everything. But all I can say is um, you know, I bought at a rate that's higher than I. I gave up a really low rate to get today's rates, just under 7%. And my sense is probably
4: in the next 6 to 24 months, the rates will go down. But we're in the house we want. Jeff, pay pay attention to how Swayze. See, that's when when your wife wants a new house.
3: <laughs> <The>
4: boss. Yes.
3: <laughs> you know there is something to be said about you know about rates and about buying and, and what the prognosticators are predicting. You know, uh, I think one of the biggest aggregators in the country is um, came out with a like a where where is appreciation going to be found this year, twenty twenty four and um, San Luis and Paso Robles were number six in the entire country, in the state of California, ranked number one for appreciation, and, and they're shooting at like ten percent. And so, if you're a home, if you're looking to buy a home, and you're thinking to yourself, you know what, hey, it's set, rates are at seven percent today, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to wait till rates come down to five and a half. Well, let's take let's 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 examine that. Let's say you're buying a house at a seven hundred thousand dollar home. or you're borrowing $700,000, you're buying an $850,000 home. If you borrow that money at 7%, your mortgage payment, now this doesn't include taxes and insurance, but the mortgage payment itself is what we're talking about, is a little over $4,600 a month. If you wait until that property, the interest comes down to 5.5, your payment would be $3,900 a month roughly. So there's a difference there of about $700. Let's say it takes two years for the rates to come down. The house goes up. It's $800,000 home. It goes up in value 10% a year. That's $80,000. $160,000 in gain. Do you know what the difference is between the mortgage payment over those two years? 700 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah $16,800. It's $8,500. Uh, yeah, yeah $16,000 yeah. is what you yeah. paid for $160,000 in gain.
4: You, you, uh, you hurt yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't think the, meat. You only heard Yeah, meat. That's right. So the,
3: here's here's the note. If anybody's on the fence, like the, deciding whether or not they're going to wait for the race, I'll lend you the extra $16,000 for that appreciation. I'll just split the appreciation yeah, with you. Right. Oh, Absolutely. for half of it. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Absolutely. So You're a giver. you me, I am You're so a giver. generous. I,
2: just, I want to help people get into homes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I probably should have done too? Because, you know, we don't know how long it's going to take, but you can like do the buy down of your rates. And I was just talking to a lender this the other day, you know, and I could have, put some cash in and, and gone from, you know, call it seven down to six and down to five, you know, with a yeah. certain amount, not too much. Sure, uh, We were in a hurry to get it, so
3: we got it. You know, we well, got do, it. I mean, you should do the math before you do that. Like, what's it going to cost? If it costs... Well, that's it cost, what knocked me out, Jay. I don't yeah. know how to do that. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got to get one of those calculators on yes. his phone. Right? Yeah. 10 yeah. HP2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, because if you're if you're paying two thousand dollars for a buy down and you're looking at um, a difference in payment of seven hundred dollars a month, it's an absolute win just to do it for a year. Yeah, it's eighty five hundred dollars compared to two grand. You save six thousand dollars. It is not two thousand, but it would have made it probably would have made sense. Yeah, what was it? Was it
2: more than two I didn't, grand? No, I didn't look into it, but I know for the yeah, it would have been higher than that. But either way, it would have been you know yeah. Have, well, I'm just saying there are options out there. Sure, there to, yeah. to ride through this.
1: All right, gentlemen, any uh, last words or anything you'd like to say before we wrap this up?
0: That last discussion right yeah. there? Amazing. Uh, it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. But the math that went on just in, in spitballing was was something to see because we're here in the room. Um, I'm, I hope it was something to hear, but that is the reason why you need to contact a real estate professional because they'll sit around and they'll do that kind of thing like we just did in here, which was fascinating to watch. Just the going back and forth. It was like a game of your, your favorite. Game. He's impressed. T- tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay.
1: yeah. The facts are painful. Yeah.
2: Or helpful. Yeah.
1: Both. All right, Thanks, gentlemen, James. thank you very much. And uh, those of you that are listening, if you ever want to talk to Mr. Swayze, you can get a hold of him by...
2: 805-781-3750.
1: And Hal at teamswayze.com. And I, I promise that he will talk to you. You can call and talk to the celebrity himself. So don't be shy. Thank you, everybody. We'll uh, talk to everybody next week. Thank you for listening to the House Swayze podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Swayze podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on housewazy.com where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. Housewazy.com that's H-A-L-S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the Hal Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750.
0: Hal Swayze is a licensed California real estate broker. DRE number 01111911. This Low County Real Estate with Hal Swayze Podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.